People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Dude, Jamesy. JK. Hey buddy. JK, I like that. Thanks. How are you? I wanted wanted people to like make the connection between Josh Kalinowski (laughs) and the JK Experience. I gotta tell you, oh my gosh, I've I've been on so many stinking calls and Zoom calls and like I'm sure everybody like, Zoom is like the new like, do you need a Kleenex? Like, it's like, oh, oh yeah. you mean Zoom? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's on Zoom, and God, I wish I had stock in that thing. By the way, no been, kidding. You know, they, you know, they did okay for a lot of years, and then of course, obviously, now they're just like record month right now. Um, but I, I always refer to myself to, as Kalinowski, or mm-hmm. and they're like, why don't you ever say your first name? I'm like, oh, no, I, it's either J.K. Cal Kalinowski. Like, no one ever usually calls me Josh unless they yeah. don't know me. So yeah, it really trips me up when somebody refers to you as Joshua. Yeah, right. I'm well, like, then they're usually pissed off. <laughs> is what they are. They, it's usually I'm using that Joshua David. Whoa! Yeah, I don't I think I ever knew your middle name. Oh man, yes. Don't don't throw that in. Then I start freaking out. Like uh, I, I get that kind of tur- you know like start what flinching. Did I, what did I do wrong? Right? Sure. Uh, man, I tell you what. It, like for those of you that are watching the video, I, it is it is Miller time for me because. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. Like it has been one, like everybody is probably saying this, but this has been one heck of a couple weeks here. And, um, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's been, um, your son, can I say this? I, I know this is totally, this is literally off the cuff, right? Yeah. Um, your son yesterday when we were, <clears throat> we were talking and he asked me that question. Um, and, and it just, it sidelined me for a little bit. And then I just, and everything that came out of me was just like, it, it was the, it, it literally was just coming right off my heart. Right. Like, yeah. I yeah, didn't no, have time to like think about it. And, and it was just an interesting, uh, man, it was, it was the first time I was able to express it. You know, I think a lot of us have emotions going on right now about everything that's going on with COVID and, and he, and your son asked me just a really poignant, awesome, unbelievable question. And I just like, I just let my heart like, go. Oh, this is how I answer it. And, uh, it, it really, I tell you what, man, I, I, it was an awesome moment for me to say that. And then it really brought in some amazing conversations with Kate that night. Really? Yeah. It was really, it was great, man. So next time I see him, I'm going to give him an air high five and, you know, and, and I'll fake hug him and, Do it. and just let him know. But it was, I tell you, he, your son has a great way of asking very good penetrating questions, man. I, I, I really admire that about him. He is great. Um, he, he's the inquisitive one. He uh, now we're talking about my youngest son Mason. Yes, and sorry, he, yeah. that's okay. He, no, you know, son. <laughs> that's okay. Now I made the mistake, and it wasn't a mistake. At the time, it was. I made the mistake of telling Mason when he was three or four years old, "Hey, there are no dumb questions." Uh-huh. Right? We we say that. Right. He took that to heart, and because of that, he will he will ask anybody anything. Like he would think nothing of walking up to you and go, "Hey, Josh, what do you make before taxes?" <laughs> and, and you would just sit there and go, "Oh, I don't know." Like he's just—he doesn't have that filter. Like I wonder if that's an uncomfortable question. Yeah, he doesn't know an uncomfortable question. Yeah. So because of that, he was just like 
so hey Josh, what do you think? And yeah, and it was it was so raw, and, and I, I want to talk more about that like in, in the future because it was you know from the mouths of babes, he's he's sixteen going on seventeen years old, but the young man is just sharp. He yeah. he has those great questions. I mean, one time he walked in here, and I don't want to digress, but this is a great one. He walked in here and he said, "Hey Josh." Uh, so if you ever were to do a TED talk, what would your TED talk right? topic be? Yes. I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah. Like yeah. he just, that's the way he thinks. And, and I love him for it. But I'll tell you what, try remodeling a house with him <laughs> and you will go nuts. You'll be like, I have no idea how many species of bug live in the rainforest. Right? Google it. Yes, exactly. That's why we have, that's why we have Siri. Yeah. Just, just go ask Siri. She knows the question right there. But uh, yeah, so I mean, honestly, it, it's been, it has been, once again, it's been a, a it's been a, uh, a, a very long couple of weeks for everybody out there, man. I, please, I'm telling you, I don't care how how challenging this time has been, or or maybe you're one of the few companies that you're just like, dude, um, like we're like we're doing really really well because we have a product that you know everybody mm-hmm. needs. And, but you're overwhelmed right now too. So I mean, yeah. everybody is overwhelmed in some emotion, uh, regardless of what uh, what what's going on. So. Um, so that's, that's why it's Miller time for me on this podcast. And I'm going to enjoy that and every sip of it as we, as we go. And so, um, I know that you've got some stuff, bro, that we want to, we want to talk about. Yeah. So it, it occurred to me, it just occurred to me the other day because, uh, now no matter what's going on in the world, we, we've chose to kind of deal with our business the way we've chosen to deal with it. Right. We're not on full on lockdown. However, the decision was made. Yet. Yes. However, the decision was made that we close the office to the public. Right. Yeah. Wherein, if if people have appointments, they want to meet with the public. We can do that by appointment, but our doors are essentially locked, except to everybody except for our agents. Right now, you and I are probably working more now in these last two weeks than what we've worked for for a long time. Now, I wouldn't you, say probably. We are okay. We are working there, that's more. A now. Definitive. Yes, yeah. we are. There's no and doubt. and it's and even when we're you know even when after hours we're yeah. still taking phone calls. We're still yeah. helping people through this. We're still trying to hold deals together, hold people's hand yeah. while they get through these deals. Yeah. And, you know, it, it occurred to me the other day that, that, you know, some people might accuse us of being workaholics. Yeah, for sure. Right. But I, I don't know that it's so much workaholics as it is, as it is something else. And I, and I want you to like, how do you deal with that? How yeah. do you, uh, if someone were to come to you and say, Hey Josh, man, you're just being a workaholic right now. Right. How do you respond to that? Yeah, I think it's a great question. Um, you know, obviously, given the situation, I think that obviously it's, you know, for me, it's easy to define that, hey, listen, this is absolutely not a workaholic. This is an emergency. We have to be all on all hands on deck. But I do think that there's two concepts in general. So regardless of uh, the situation that we're in, um, I think it's very important for us to have two defining lines on that because um, there was there, there's there's definitely people out there that are most certainly workaholics, right? Yeah. They they put work before everything and everyone. Um, they, they there's they don't have any boundaries when it comes to work, right? Mm-hmm. And and I I'm telling you this because that's what I was like uh, when I first got into real estate. I I became I was never naturally workaholic um, in real estate. I was a workaholic in baseball. I will tell you that. That was my former, obviously, profession, career. Yeah. I mean, that was the love of my life, right? Got and it. I refer to that um, often as it was my the love of my life. I cared about two things, me 
and baseball. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, yeah. And, and I'm, I wrote this in my book, and it was really interesting going through all of this. And and so, uh, you know, I think a lot the difference between a workaholic and this other concept, which I'll open up here in a second, is that a workaholic really just they that's all they do is they, they that they live it, breathe it, sleep it, but they don't care about anything else in their life, right? Mm-hmm. And they are willing to sacrifice everybody else. Um, I the question I would say for somebody is like, how do you define this? Like, are you a workaholic? Or are you just married to your business? And I think that people often, I really think that they, 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 they ask the question, are you married to your business? Expecting them, expecting them to say that they're, they're workaholics, right? Like mm-hmm. I, there's no doubt about it that I'm like, dude, the guy's married to his business. Right. But until you really kind of define like what that really looks like, I think that unfortunately you're mislabeling somebody in that. Right. Sure. And so obviously we know workaholics. Like that's all they do. You never see them. Um, they sacrifice everything for that. And, and it's, and it's not in a healthy way, by the way, like that, I guess that's the point too, is that it's not in a healthy way. Here's the thing about this concept of like married to your business. If the business was your wife, would anybody know that you loved it? Right. Meaning that like, do you like, are you so passionate about what you're doing in your business mm-hmm. that if people said, dude, that is like, that is the best agent I've ever come across. That person loves what they're doing. Sure. Right? Um, if you're, if you're in, uh, let's, let's say you're a gym owner, right? Mm-hmm. That is like, I tell you what, I, I've seen some people that own gyms before. I've seen some trainers before, but that person absolutely loves what they're doing. Right. Sure. And, and I, that's the concept of being married to your business, right? Um, I would ask him stuff like, you know, the, the, these like simple questions, like, so think of it as a marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are you doing to take care of her and her is your business? Okay. Yeah. We're just going to use that analogy as men. We'll talk, <laughs> we're going to talk about our marriage as, as a fe- married to a female. I get it. Um, so what are you doing to take care of her? Right. And this is what we're doing right now. Like we are, we are married to this business, this company that we're running you, right you here, right? Yeah. Because what right, right now what we're doing is we are obviously all um, on heightened uh, alertness. We are on emergency uh, awareness, right? And we're we're going. Listen, we've got to take care of her right now. We've got to take care of our business right now because we are gonna we're going to go through everything with this person, right? Yep. So when you take those vows, right? When you remember those vows for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, like think about that in your business, yeah. right? For better or worse. What's well, really easy to do that when it's better, but like when it's worse, which obviously we're in a really challenging time, are you showing up for your business, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for richer, for poorer. So when it's really bad and the finances are really bad, what are you doing to show up for your business, right? Sickness and in health. Right now, it is that part of it right there where it's very unhealthy. Are you pouring into your business like you would a marriage, right? Yeah. And so I, I think that's the that that's the thing that we have to look at. Your thoughts on that? Hey, that's that's a great analogy, and I I, I don't want to get bogged down in the details, but I, I do want to I want to talk more about this because, you know, what does it look like now in in the balance, right, with your business home life balance, right? right. Because there has to be some balance. 
Well, I, yeah, there has to be balance, but I also think that communication is so important at that time too, right? right? Um, once again, I always feel like there's a chapter in your life and there's times where, as we've talked about, like blowing up your schedule, right? Yes. Why do you blow up your schedule? Well, because something became a little bit more important for that season in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so we constantly are doing that, right? So even in your, if you just break down your business, the reason why I've asked you to blow up your schedule is because right now there's an urgency in an area of the business that we need to make sure that we're managing and taking care of, right? Yes. Well, that's not always the case. And in, and in six months, it's not going to be the case. So guess what you get to do again, blow up your schedule to make sure that you put the priorities in there first. And so this has been constant communication. Kate knows right now. She's like, dude, that's the priority. If you don't take care of that, you can't take care of us. Right. And so she and I are on a very, like, we we have a complete understanding of what my priorities are right now. She knows at the end of the day, everything that I'm doing is to make sure that I am taking care of my family, but I'm also taking care of of my family, right? And my family is this business. Everybody that is, that we're supporting, everybody that has entrusted us with their livelihood, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Your family. Misty's family. Yes. Um, you know, our other companies are family too, because that's part of it as well as like everything I'm doing is pouring into all of these other companies that, you know, we just were filing for the SBA, uh, the PPP, and then the disaster relief. Systems. We had six companies that we were filing for, bro. Yeah. You know, and that takes time and that takes a lot of energy. And thank God we have a great CFO and Mary that is really diving into that. And she knows, listen, at the end of the day, you know, I had a conversation with her today. Listen, this is the number one priority. Well, yeah, I got it, but I got to do payroll and I got to do this. I go, listen, if you don't do this, there is no payroll. Yeah. So take care of this first because we want payroll in the future. Right. And that was extreme. Don't get me wrong. But I, that was my point is that, listen, first things first, this is what we have to take care of now. Yeah, you got it. So, so help me, help me with this. Give me an example. You look at a guy who is a, who is a business owner. You look at up a person who is a business owner. Give me some examples of things where they're not treating that that business yeah like their wife. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for asking that. Uh, I, the first thing that comes to the top of my head is like, are you treating her, and are you are you putting her before you put your own needs? Okay. Right. So what ends up happening as an owner is that a lot of the times what you do is you you take the profit first. Right. You're just taking all the profit Mm -hmm. and then whatever's left over in the company, you're like, well, this is what I have to deal with. Right. Would you ever do that to your wife? No, 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 no. no. You, you, you pour the majority of everything into your wife. You pour everything you have for the most part into that relationship with your, your spouse. Yeah. Hopefully. Right. If you're not freaking do it. There's a word I want to use, but I'm going to use it. Um, do that, right? It's the same thing in business, right? Are you are you pouring into that business? Are you willing to sacrifice for that business, right? Mm-hmm. Your time, your energy, your passion, all of those things that are important, other things that make you the leader that you are, are you putting that into your business? And if you're not doing it, then it, you're definitely not treating it like your spouse. Sure. So I, I'm, I'm going to use an example that I saw firsthand, and I, I think this is where you're going with this. Uh, I get a call from you. It must have been Saturday evening, last Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. And you were in the office. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and you're like, hey, I, I had to get a couple of videos out for, for our people. Yeah. And I just, I want you to know that here's what's coming. So be on the lookout for yeah. it. Yeah. I think, in my opinion, and I, I don't know the full concept here, but in my opinion, that was you making the business a priority. Yeah. Right? I mean, you could have been at home, you know, relaxing, mowing the lawn, whatever, but you chose to make the business a priority. 
And as you said before, Kate and your family, they know that, that the business yeah. has to be a priority to provide for them. But you made that a point. It would have been real easy for you not to. But so I see that as being a thing. But how about like how about financially? Give give us an example financially of somebody maybe not making their business a priority. Can you do that? Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many. Once again, on the financial part of it, it, once again, are you are you just spending money frivolously? Are you taking profits? Are you even taking some of the 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 things that should be a necessity, such as hey, listen, do you have six months reserve? Right. Mm. And you know, that's been a big thing for us, right? We've been building and building and building for that. And so are you giving yourself security so that when all hell breaks loose, which holy crap, that's kind of what's happening, right? Are you secure enough to know that you can make it a couple months into that? And most of us, I mean, part of the reason why everybody is, I mean, freaking out in a sense is because they're looking at their reserves going, dude, I got 30 days reserve right here. Right. Sure. And, and, and that's a genuine fear. Don't get me wrong. That is unbelievably fearful. But I'm telling you, if you take care of your businesses and you would have done those steps, right, and prior to this, and you would have had six months or a year's reserve, you still would have had pressure and you still would have had that, that thought of just like, oh, this really is challenging. But it wouldn't be to the point where like, we might not open the doors again, sure, right? And sure. so th- those are some of the ways that I, that I think that on the financial part of it that you have to look at it. You bet. So, so okay, let's say somebody out there is listening to this and they need to hear this and they've decided, wait a minute, maybe I haven't been making my business a priority, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't let everybody know that I'm married to this business. Yeah. Give us some action steps on where do we go here from here? Like, tell us how we make it a priority. Yeah. I mean, I think what you want to do is you have, you got to ask yourself a couple questions, right? So once again, let's just use the analogy of a marriage because it's very easy to relate to, right? So, uh, you know, with your, with your spouse, with your significant other, if I said, Hey, listen, um, uh, how are you bragging about her? Like when you walk into a room, like, you know, do you brag about your spouse? I know you do. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 honestly, I know you do. I mean, our, every time our we, people have heard it here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. And you've heard me talk about Kate, yes. right? And so, like, do you brag about your business the same way? Do you brag about your company because you're so passionate and you're passionately in love with your company? Because you know, more than likely, if you're an owner, this is something that you have like you have blood, sweat, and cried over to to see it rise up, right? And yeah. you've done everything you can to make sure that it was going to be successful with everything that you're capable of making it successful, right? So how are you bragging about them? How are you how are you putting them once again out there and promoting them to people that if you really believed in your product, if you believe what the what you provided and we've had this conversation before, you would want everybody to know about it. Sure. Because you would almost be feeling like you'd be giving uh, people the disservice by them not knowing about it, right? You bet. And, and unfortunately, oftentimes we are embarrassed to talk about it. We're embarrassed. To, oh, you know, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to, I don't really want to push that because I, God, these are my friends or this is just, you know, I don't want to be that guy, right? And uh, uh, TC is, talks about this and he, it's, it's a great analogy is like, dude, if you had the cure for cancer, would you tell everybody about it? Oh, sure. You bet. Dang right. You would, you would promote it. You would brag about it, right? You would do everything to make sure that everybody knew what that cure was, right? Yeah. Well, if you have a business and it is a cure for something, why would you not want everybody to know about it? You got it. Right. And so you'd have to obviously answer the two questions. It's like, okay, why would I not? And then if I don't want everybody to know about it, well, then am I really actually even curing something? Am I problem solving or am I just having a business to try to make a paycheck? Yeah. Right. 
So, so I, I feel like maybe, you know, this, if you're asking yourself those hard questions, this may be, may weed out some of those people who are maybe in business for the, for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I think we, I think you have to be serious about asking yourself those questions. Yeah. And I think that it, it, it goes into this next one, right? And this is a really powerful one. This is the one where you just like, dude, I, you, I mean, if you don't have a mirror, go get one right here. Right. So in a, in any healthy relationship, we know that we spend more time working on ourselves to show up for that other person. Right. We spend we should be spending way more time working on ourselves. Right. Sure. And so what does that mean? Well, you know, as a, as a husband, um, I, I want to work on myself to be the best husband I can possibly be. Well, how do I do that? Right. Well, I do that by obviously, you know, reading books, reading articles, listening to podcasts. Um, I do that by actually taking action and, and becoming that better person for my significant other and then finding out what their needs are too. Right. So where are the areas in her life, where are the areas in Kate's life that I can become a better spouse for her. Right. So do I need to be a better father for the kids? Do I need to be a better business owner and better leader and better man in my life? Because all of those things affect our marriage. You bet. Right? So my question to everybody listening to this is, is are you becoming the best spouse for your business by making yourself a better person, by knowing your business, by understanding your industry, by doing the things to improve to be the best leader for that business. You know, that is great. And I, I think one of the things that we've talked about in a previous podcast is, you know, you, you ask your spouse, you've asked Kate, I've asked Mandy, hey, what what do you need from me? Yes. What can I do for you? Yeah. Now, inanimate object of business, but you've got to be looking at that. What does my business need more from me or more of yeah. me f- for? Like, what is yeah. it? And I, I, I think maybe that's the answer to some people's questions. Yeah. And you know how you figure that out, by the way? Tell me. You look at the numbers. All right. You do. You look at the numbers, right? So you look at your business and you're going, okay, uh, right now we're just not, we're just not growing enough. Okay. Well, why are you not growing enough? Well, we just don't, uh, you know, I just, we don't have enough clients. Okay. Well, why don't you have enough clients? So you have to like, start to look at, like you can ask your business, your business will tell you exactly what it needs. If you start asking the right questions, if you start looking at the right numbers, we've done this how many times within our company, right? Okay. I, I remember it was about, uh, was it two months ago where we literally said, okay, we're, we're, we're two months into the year mm-hmm. and this is where we're at. And I'm not happy. I know you're not happy. What do we do? Right. And we literally just said, okay, what's the business telling us? Yeah. What is our comp- What is the business? What are the numbers telling us right now? And so we took the, we, we took exactly where we're at out here at the very end of it. And then we just started to go back and we just started back and we went back and we back. And finally we go, that's the answer. Like we literally we reverse engineered everything and it literally came down to one point and we're like, aha. Yeah. Right. And it was, it was a total aha moment. And it took, you know, it took looking really, really in depth at the numbers. So that's a great point. Yeah. And, and honestly, here's the thing is we took action on it. And I would say that honestly, within that next month, like we did an awesome job. You guys did a fantastic job because here's the thing that I, that I, that I know that a lot of owners do. Oh, we've identified the problem. It's just like a marriage, right? Oh, I know what I need to do to fix it. I I mean, I know I got to show up. I know I got to be a better spouse. I know I got to, we got to do more date nights. I got, I know that I, I got to be, I got to stop being such a jerk when it comes to da da da. Right. And they don't freaking do it. And it's just like, you just stop and it's like, no, you're, you missed the most important part. I mean, that's awesome that you identified it. Guess what? Everybody can identify the flaws. 
everybody can identify the issues that they need to change. Once again, what was that con- that conversation we had a couple of weeks ago about only 8% achieve their goals, right? Yeah. Don't be the 92% because that's what majority of people do is they don't take action. And the only reason why you don't accomplish your goals is because you don't take action on it, right? Yeah. Go take the action, accomplish the goal, become the spouse in your business, and you will see amazing things happen regardless of what's going on. Like we are we are taking such massive action right now. And you know this, and that's why we're working 60, 70 hours a week, right? You got it. Because we care so much about our relationship with this company, with this, with these people that are in our company that we are willing to do anything we can to show up for them. Yeah. And implementation is, is where it's at. You know, we could sit around and and we could strategize all day long, but if we're not implementing this somewhere in the business, it's, it's going to continue to falter. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's something that I have been really, um, very pointed on. I mean, you know, it's not, it's one thing to identify it, but I mean, the, the conversations that we've had, it's like, okay, but where are we at on that? Like, how have we done that? Or like, what's the follow-up or what's the conversation look like? Or what was the result of that conversation? So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I I tell you what, man, in a time like this now more than ever, you've got to take action. You've got to be so proactive. If you truly care about your business, you will get through this. It's going to be painful. It's going to be hard. You're going to have to make some really hard, challenging decisions. But if you, if you truly care, if you love what you're doing, if you are married to your business in that pot in in an amazing, wonderful, awesome, nurturing way, you are going to make it through this. I promise you. It's just, once again, you just got to be understanding, like, are you married to it? Or are you just a workaholic? Because if you're just a workaholic, I will tell you that good luck. And we might see on the other side. I can't promise you that though. Yeah. That's great. So proper care and maintenance of your business. Yeah. All right. Anything else, man? Did I miss anything? No, I think that was great. (laughs) I, I, I'd love to, uh, love to get some feedback from people who, uh, you know, who are maybe in that spot and go, gosh, maybe I'm not making my business a priority. So, yeah. And thanks for saying that too, because once again, I, you're right. Like, you're listening to this, you're watching this. Um, listen, uh, you've got to react. You've got to respond to us. You got to, I mean, seriously, make a comment. We, we will interact with you. We will walk you through these steps. We will talk you through these steps. Um, in fact, if you've got like, if you've got a a great response to it, I'd love to know it too. I mean, dude, we don't know all the answers, right? We're just two dudes from Wyoming doing the best we can, showing up every freaking day, right? Putting this stuff out there. So honestly, I love that interaction. Um, we've had some great posts that we've been putting out there that people have reacted to, and it is an awesome to see where people are at. Some people really, really need to hear it because of the encouragement, but some people also just want to be able to interact, right? They want to be able to just, hey, listen, I want a conversation going. And and listen, if you watched our feeds, we're always responding to you. So uh, do that, keep it up, and then also share it. Um, you know, listen, we're, you know, we have, we're, this is a, this is a nationwide thing that's going on that everybody's impacted by. Right. Um, I've got family in Chicago. We've got, uh, you've got family all over. I've got family down South as well, too. I got family up in Washington and we're getting responses all over. We're reaching all over the, and I would just encourage you. There are people outside of your walls that you need to get this to. I know it will be powerful to them. I know it will be impactful. And I just encourage you take the chance. Stop telling your story that nobody cares about it and just go ahead and pour into people's lives. 
you know what? I, I got I to gotta bring this up. I've always said that I can go for a month on a good compliment. I think we've lost our video, but I, I can go for a month. Hold on a second. Let's uh, pause that and then go ahead and start that again really quick. Good. Because we got to get, we'll just add that to it. Because there was a long pause there. Hello. Okay. All right. You know, Josh, I've always said, hold on. You know, Josh, I've always said that I can go for a month on a good compliment. Just yesterday, we were we were on a call with. It was a mastermind call. Yeah. And uh, somebody on that call listens to our podcast. His name's Trevor up in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. And that was great. I loved hearing it. He it was it was so great because he he big shout out to Jeff. Absolutely. He he just gave us so much mad props because people were like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" He says, "I listen to the JK Experience," and I'm like. What? Yeah. So love it, man. And it, you're so, surprised? No, I'm oh, not surprised. Okay. I just I'm, I'm surprised it was that close to us. Yeah, you no, know, it's awesome. So, he, you know, Trevor. Actually, I've been a big shout out to Trev, man, because uh, he posted a mug that had faith on that. it, man. How awesome is that, right? Faith over fear, and he and he posted it. And I tell you what, it, it, it was really cool too is to see all of the comments that he was getting below that too. So Trev, good job, awesome, proud of you, brother. And uh, you know, and like I said, that's just right there. That's this proof in the pudding right there. People want to be inspired. People want to hear from you. So if you have any content that you can share to them, they will absolutely love you for it. So cool to go. Yep. All right. Hey, as always, everybody, I just want to let you know, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks so much for being a part of our family. Thanks so much for being a part of this show. And uh, if there's anything that we can ever do, you better let us know. Because now more than ever, wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.